Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine, I am Andy Dawson, pow, pow, pow! I am Sam Delaney, so what? <laughs> Little throwback there, bit of nostalgia yeah. to the uh, George Weyer days. The glorious the, days of George the Weyer. George Weyer fraudster phone caller. The early, early period of Top Flight Time Machine. We, we, and then the, we, we had pre-recorded a lovely intro to our live shows of George yes. Weyer introducing George us onto Weir. stage, but really yes. belatedly, right at the last minute at our first mm-hmm. live shows in Sunderland, we deemed them inappropriately racist. Yes. Well, there's not an appropriately racist... No, true. I don't know why I phrased it that way. deemed it racist. What I mean is inappropriate to the extent of suspected racism. Yeah. Or, you know, all it was was just doing our George Weyer impressions. But I don't know. I think we did it once in Sunderland. And the second yeah. show that night, we'd had a bit of feedback from the local community who were like, <laughs> it's we? a good shore lake, but I don't like the African accents at the beginning. <laughs> the fellow from the Polish shop up the road came down. Yeah. Complain. <laughs> yeah. Those fuckers. Different times, don't get me it? started on that Polish shop in Sunderland. I'm still reeling about <laughs> the way I was treated in there. I can't wait to get some more Sunderland shows booked so you can go back. Yeah, I'm going to go back, and this time I'm going to be fucking more prepared for them. You'd be pre-armed. Yeah. Pre-warned is pre-armed, yeah. isn't it? That's what they say. Go back there, buy another pint of their pig milk, but this time demand <laughs> more respect. <laughs> maybe the listeners, maybe they'll be ready for you. I like your show, oh, but I like yeah. the other guy, Andy Dawson. <laughs> he's funny man. You're not so much. You're horrible, stupid I, man. I, I can't understand your accent so good. Your stupid voice, stupid man. Racist man too. Don't like. Like your friend. A big fan of uh, Athletic Mints. Very good show. Better. (laughs) Lighter. Um, And also Toast and Beans. Big fan. Flight Machine top. No, not top to me. Flight Machine bottom. (laughs) Yeah, I'll do that next year. Um, Where are we? It's... Part 33 of the Melchester Odyssey. If you're new to this, it's the book, The Best of Roy the Rovers, the 1980s. We're working our way through it gradually. And we are at the point now where... I'll just read what it says at the beginning. Being relegated from the first division was bad enough, but now Roy had run into more problems as Melchester Rovers competed in a Scottish tournament Mm. for promoted and relegated teams. In the semi-final, his anxieties about the future had a terrible effect on his own game. Anxiety, that's a very popular modern word, isn't yeah, it? It is Anxiety. now, back then. Yeah, back then, not so much, I don't think. No, but, that's uh, a, it's quite sensitive writing this, because back mm. in 1980 or 81 or whenever this was, people would have had no tolerance whatsoever for a, a millionaire footballer suffering from anxiety, would they? Different no, times. not at all. 
Not at all. I think because Stan Collymore was the first one, wasn't he? Yeah, it? and he got absolutely fucking battered for it, to be fair yeah. to him. Even his own manager mocked him for it. John Gregory, wasn't it? Yeah, John Gregory. Oh, I wouldn't mind having that type of anxiety or that yeah. kind of money a week. Anxiety? What is it? Bit sad, are you, Stan? <laughs> fucking walk it off. Oh, Go dear. home, have a look at your big TV <laughs> and your bookcase. Yeah. And all them Dorises. And your tropical fish tank. All them Dorises you've got in your little black book. <laughs> available on the other end of a phone line. <sighs> round your ass in five minutes with a bottle of Lambrusco, a packet of Go KP your- dry roasted and their best knickers on. Go into your kitchen and have a go on your dishwasher and feel that smooth action of the door as it opens and closes. Oh. And realise you've got no worries whatsoever. I bet you even got a waste disposal unit, so you ain't got to fuck about with taking the rubbish out. You just chuck it all in there. You're on easy street, you are, Stanley. It's time you realised it. Stop moping. Maybe that was why my brother had a go at John Gregory when he wound up at QPR that night. Gregory, you insensitive (laughs) cunt. You have no grasp on the subtleties of mental health issues. Don't you know that mental health, like physical health, can be visited upon any of us at any time, irrespective of our career or socioeconomic status? It's as much chemical as anything else, you idiot. (laughs) It's people like you stigmatising it that just makes the struggle worse for those of us... who are suffering from various different models of it, whether it be extreme bipolar or just generalised anxiety disorder. (laughs) You fucking dinosaur. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, anxiety. Um, At the beginning, at the very top strap line, it says, Roy was awful. He was taunted. But suddenly the Rovers rallied. Now, they're playing in this tournament. It's promoting relegated teams. It seems as though fucking relegated teams from, like, Division 4 are in this as well. Anyone's allowed. From what we as long as you've recently been either promoted or relegated, <laughs> you, you yeah. qualify for this tournament. It's called the if Promoted Relegated Cup. <laughs> if your club is in a state of flux right now, yeah. you're invited along. Yeah. So here we are. Um, Charlie Carter has hurled the ball out towards Roy. Um, a crowd member shouts, nice throw by Charlie Carter. And another one shouts, now let's see you do something with that race. He's been playing like a guy with two left feet. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't get better for Roy. He stumbles, he scrapes his studs across the turf. Um, and it says Roy's touch on the ball was going from bad to worse. Again, the crowd commentate on matters gah he's fumbled it to one of their midfield men <laughs> gah yeah. I make straight that. do you ever find yourself when you're watching especially your own team and you, you, you're sort of just you're just frustrated because it's frustrating yeah. watching football isn't it because they always get oh, things awful. wrong and um, well, if you support our clubs anyway and the, I, I do sometimes just find myself, even when I'm there at the stadium, just suddenly going, ah, like that, when there's yeah. a misplaced putt. You know when, like, a move seems to be building up and then someone just kicks it into touch, needlessly. Uh. You find yourself going, yeah. <laughs> I do. All kinds of noises, involuntary mm. spasmodic noises. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sometimes I tear at me hair, even though I haven't got mm. much to, to actually tear at. It's so frustrating it's- football, isn't it? It's awful. Well, I mean, like you correctly identified, 
child's game, isn't it? I tell you, and like a child's game, another child's activity, which I think it's really similar to, is uh, crabbing. Have you ever been crabbing? I think I've spoken about it before. <laughs> Not for a long time. I've been crabbing before, a few years ago now, in Suffolk, and I was hanging over this bridge, and I had a net yeah. that I wound down to the bay mm. with a rasher of bacon in it, and mm-hmm. obviously the idea is the crab comes along, you, you fucking trick the crab. You do a mm-hmm. confidence trick on a crab, essentially, mm-hmm. and it, in it crawls, and then... I had to try and lift it all the way up from a bridge, which was quite high up, you know, about 10 foot right. above the crab, the crab's domain. Crab, the crab arena. And there's all these different like. stages. First, you get this, the, the bag down with the bacon in successfully without the bacon falling out. You rest it in a good position. The crab shows interest. The crab gets in. Mm. The crab gets deep enough in for you to think, okay, I think I'm going to be able to pick up. You pick it up. The crab starts to struggle. And then you slowly wind the bag up very slowly and gently so mm-hmm. as not to drop the crab, right, or disturb mm-hmm. it. And you say it to yourself, I am crabbing this crab. You, I am crabbing I'm this crabbing crab. crab. I've nearly got it. I've nearly got it. I can almost taste the crab. Not that I ever mm, ate them. I always release crab. them back into the wild. But, you I know, can't wait to kill it. Metaf- I can't wait to smash its brains in. <laughs> Stupid crab. As as, Stupid tasty crab. So far as I'm concerned. The less crabs on this planet, the better. I'm doing the whole of society a favour. Because that crab could one day go and pinch another, per, another a human being, maybe even a child. And, uh, I am the crab eradicator. I will, eradic- I will not rest until I've eradicated all crabs from first our country them. and then the rest of Western Europe. <laughs> um, and, you know, you get it within touching distance. Everything's going well. Every last sort of... Every last sort of joint has fitted into the to the previous one, and everything's running like clockwork. And then, right at the last minute, the silly crab, just before you've almost got your hands on the cunt, out it yeah. falls, bang, straight back <laughs> down to the bed, carries on with its life. You got to start all over again. Yeah, and, and the, the sense again. of frustration. You got so close, <laughs> and yet so far, and that's what football's all about. But that's, like that's football, what, yeah. Despite the pain and frustration, I found it addictive. So I did it once, and then every day, although I originally gone they're just taking my daughter when she was very small to do it as if it was an activity for her i woke up for this week-long holiday in suffolk and every day i'm going to my wife should we go back to that crabbing place today because all <laughs> night i've just been thinking about these fucking crabs right yeah and how close it was and, and how satisfying it is and it's like a drug addiction as well in that you're always chasing a high so whether it's yeah. your you know your first beer of the night or your first yeah, I was chasing that your first, first crab dr- again or your you? first drug pill right of the yeah. night you just are chasing drug it, tablet. chasing it, chasing it, right? <laughs> like your first drug tablet. Yeah, you can't ever beat that high. <laughs> Hello, kids. I'm here to talk to you about drug tablets. Uh, you're at an age now where at the discos you attend, drug tablets are likely to be offered to you. So I'm here to educate you about the dangers of them. Um, now, that first one you ever take... It'll taste delicious, <laughs> and you'll feel fantastic. That's called a hit. Yeah, imagine. But you'll never feel like that ever again. Imagine the best licorice bonbon or sugared almond you've ever tasted. Now times <laughs> it, times it by fifty or even a hundred, and you're not even close to the to the rush you get from the taste of your first drug do tablet. You, do you enjoy a chocolate covered Brazil nut, children? It's kind of like that, but nicer, but more. <laughs> 
You know the sweets they describe in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. It's it's sort of almost as excited as those to taste. <laughs> but uh, now, have any of you ever been crabbing? <laughs> yes, of course you have. I'm sure you spend all your summer holidays doing nothing but crabbing. <laughs> well, drugs are very much like the experience of crabbing. <laughs> Catch the first one, it's great. You spend the rest of the summer trying to recreate that feeling. Doesn't happen. But you never get it. Yeah. And then before <laughs> you know it, summer's it. over. You've wasted the whole fucking six weeks. Well, that's what drug tablets are like. Anyway, next question. What's that? None of you asked me a question in the first place? Okay, good. I'm going. Just make a note there for next year's live shows or the ones we do later in the year to the history of crabbing and the history of drug tablets. Or a drug talk as carried out by Sir John Crabbing. I invented crabbing, but now I tour the schools of the country giving talks about the risks of drug tablets. That's the sweet spot. Through the metaphor of crabbing. All right, don't give any of it away. Okay, just um, pay good money. Let's just call it a work in progress. Yeah. Where are we? Um, Broy has fumbled the ball. I don't know how we got the crabbing from that, but there we are. Um, He says, oh, no, no. (laughs) So he's he's even stuttering. He's so nervous and anxious. Uh, And (laughs) one of the... Who are they playing again? Does it even say it doesn't Scottish say it, does it? Tournament. It probably tells you in the previous one. Yeah. Blackton Wanderers, it is. <laughs> yeah, of course it is. And one of the one of the Blackton forwards uh, shouts, Far post, Ian! So his teammate must be called Ian. Um, but before the Melchester defence could react, it's gone in. I don't know how they've done that. They've got the ball off Roy and then scored straight away. Goal! Shout the crowd. Um... Yeah, there it says, Rovers' opponents, Blackton Wanderers, had just been promoted from the third division. So these are the cunts they're going to be up against yeah. in Division 2. This is, the, this is where up. the bar is now. Blackton have obviously got that, that kind of role going on. Mm. You know, they've got the momentum of promotion. That's the thing. You'd always back a recently promoted team against a recently relegated one, even if they've come from two divisions apart. Especially at that level, yeah. Um... And uh, someone in the crowd shouts, we're certain of four points from mighty Melchester next season. This, of course, in the days when it was just two points for a win. Mm. Mm. Something to think about there. Um, another one shouts, two right, Rovers are a one-man team. When race isn't on song, they're useless. Fucking Which hell. is fair. This is what we've been seeing for a long time, isn't it? Yeah, but they, the need, they needn't be a one-man team. Because, you know, there are other talents in the team. It's just the way Roy chooses to play. They remind me a lot of um, Steven Gerrard era Liverpool in that, Mm -hmm. you know, if only Gerrard hadn't been in the team consistently wasting possession by every single time he received the ball trying to score the best goal ever, they would have won the league a long time ago. And it's only since they were liberated from living under the yoke of what I call Gerardism, that they have become a cohesive and coherent team that are going to win trophies. It's a very valid argument, mm. yeah, absolutely. Melchester have got the same um, problem with racing. They have. There was another team like that, wasn't there, that was over overpowered by... A single player. Kind of, uh, maybe Ronaldo at Real Madrid as well. I know they won the Champions League three times, but, <laughs> but other than that, what did they do? Well, you know, domestically, they should have been able to win La Liga, you would have thought, but they, they only won it twice, I think. In, um, yeah, because it was all about... give, And it must be demoralising to the other players and detract from the sort of sense of mm. spirit when it's just the Ronaldo show every week. 
but definitely, definitely uh, Royal Race. Yeah, and Melchester suffer from it worse than anyone. So as, so as they've said, when race isn't on song, they're useless. Uh, and there, Blackton have got the bit between their teeth. As Blackton went hunting for another goal, uh, Roy's come back to try and help out in defence, and um, they've just danced around him. They've done a one-two around him. Uh, crowd says, uh, Race fell back to help out his defence, but they've left him. Oh, and Roy says, Yeah, uh, Roy says, Ah! But, I mean, that's what he's thinking in it. Oh, for fuck's sake. It's because Roy's been... It's up in Scotland. Roy's been spending every night up at the distilleries, hasn't he? Getting yeah, VIP, up with VIP tours. They open up for him mm. after hours, and it's all catching up with him now. So, um... Crowd shouts, Make it 2-0, Blackton! But then... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Here comes Vernon Elliott. Mm. And you'd like to do the voice? No, I think I'll leave this one to you this week because I always do Vernon Elliott's voice. What is written? Okay. Just tell me what's written in his speech bubble. Well, Vernon just just robs a Blackton player of the ball and he just says, No way, man! There you go. How was that? Is that all right? Yeah, it's good. Historically accurate? Yeah, that's how he talks. No way, man! No way, man. Um, No way, man! No Uh, way, man! Irie! No, he doesn't say Irie. And the crowd shouts, Vernon Elliott, that's what you call putting yourself about. He's come from out of the... He's come from out on the wing to the left-back position. It's just that kind of total footballist. They're just playing wherever he the fuck they care. want. Yeah, which is wherever. part of the problem, really. Mm. There's no discipline, is there, in the, in the system they're playing? Jalapeño. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Jalapeño. But it's worked here because Vernon Elliott has nicked the ball from a Blackton player. Uh, and it says another Melchester old hand eased into the action Uh, it's Blackie Gray he's making a forward run and he shouts when you like Vernon (laughs) to which to Vernon shouts thanks Blackie coming over Uh Um, and he chips the ball into Blackie's path turn the page oh look at next week's issue I know calm down I've been looking forward to this I'm not going to say anything, but it's going to be good. Whew. Spoiler, almost a spoiler. So, yeah, uh, Blackie plays it on to Duncan Mackay, who's powering up the right-hand side. Uh, he knocks it on. So much. Duncan Mackay powering up the right. Blackie's found him. This is better, Melchester. Ooh. Check the crowd. Okay, now a bit judgy. 
Fuck off, we'll do what we want. Mm. It's only a fucking friendly, you cunts. What are you all fucking doing here, even? Yeah, it's the fucking, fucking middle of summer, it's off arsehole. season. You loot fucking, you're the fucking losers. Who chose to come to fucking Scotland to watch a fucking friendly, you knobheads. Yeah. Money down the fucking drain. None of us are even playing at fucking 50%. <laughs> the boss is fucking pissed. <laughs> On whiskey. Um, as Mackay hit an early cross, Roy tried desperately to get his head to the ball. Oh, fucking hell. Not again. So the cross has come in. Roy hasn't been able to reach us. He's, he's fucking hanging at this point. Um, it's just craving his next fucking distillery trip. Uh, and Roy attempts to head it. It goes over his head, and he goes, "Oomph!" <laughs> That's uh, spelled A A A U U N N N F. This is one of the worst games I've ever seen him have. He's 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 all over the fucking gaff. Yeah, he's still he's pissed. Never mind, hung over. He's pissed still from the night before. Fucking I'm fucking shambles. struggling here, Blackie. I'm fucking pissed. <laughs> I'm not. I can't see. I'm seeing three of you. You cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Um, pathetic race shouts a crowd member and um, Blackie but he's coming to his defence and having a thing and he thinks never mind that ball wasn't meant for him anyway <laughs> you can do anything you want boss don't you worry I'll stick up mm. for you they're being really mean to you boss don't, they're just jealous they don't even fucking know about football they hate we you we do though you know what I always Watch. say Roy they hate you because they ain't you <laughs> Watch what happens next, though. Mm. And true enough, it's gone over Roy's head. And at the far post, there's Noel Baxter who nods it into an empty net. And a little bit of contrition from the crowd because one of them goes, Oh, where did he come from? It's there. And you won't expect that way, you fucking knob. <laughs> and Roy does the little decoy jump and flick on. Uh, no, it's equalised. Shouts another one. They're very Lampardy crowd, aren't they? Yeah, all the Melchester fans are like that because I think because Melchester is such a big club, I think they attract a lot of sort of nerdy kind of touristy type fans. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Who are like armchair statisticians and stuff? Yeah. Wankers. Lampards. Lampards. XG cunts. <laughs> um, and Roy Roy looks bewildered in the next panel, doesn't he? He looks oh, fucking bewildered. Oh, they're all smiling and ruined. cheering because they're celebrating, but he looks broken. And he says, uh, sorry about that, lads. I uh, almost got in the way. And Noel Baxter says, nothing to worry about, boss. You just keep plodding on. Oh, plodding cunt. on. Fucking hell. It's a wonder he hasn't sparked him out. I mean, he was going to spark a woman out on the yeah. touchline last week. I will spark you out in front of this whole crowd. Oh, no, hang on, that's, that's uh, Duncan Mackay. <laughs> that? That's Mackay. Duncan Mackay gets involved in the row now. Hey, we know <laughs> you've got problems, man. <laughs> you forget all about them and leave things to us, Roy. Blackie says, putting a comforting arm around Roy's shoulder. <laughs> oh, fucking get off, will you, Blackie? I've told you about that. Public displays of affection. It's fucking weird. Hey, I'm just giving you a cuddle like you like sometimes when you need carbon down. Yeah, it's all right when we're in the feathers and it's a lock-in. Not here in front of fucking 40,000 jock cunts. Ah, I should point out, though, that it's actually Noel Baxter that's touching him, I think, because of the position of the thumb. Oh, yeah. I think that yeah, it mind. could be that um, Blackie Gray's got his hand on Roy's bum, giving him a little around, pat. Yeah, I was going to say, his bum around his waist or something like pat that. On the, all pat, pats on the bum are very, very uh, commonplace still, aren't they, in football? 
They are, yeah. Uh, come on, Roy, well, I'll have a bit of a touch of you. Ah, there you go. Oh, like, you still got the best ass in the business. <laughs> they can't take that away from you. <laughs> and, uh... Fucking hell, Blackie, no shut says, up about me fucking ass all the time. What can I say? It just won't <laughs> quit. <laughs> 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 Shut up, will ya? Fucking hell. Fucking, I, I just can't get enough of it, right? Buns of steel. I mean, how do you do it? How do you achieve it? You've got the ass. You've got the ass of a fucking 14 year old gymnast. <laughs> You've got the ass of a preteen Swedish boy. <laughs> What the fuck are you on about? Blackie, oh, God almighty. I've got to sub myself off, fuck this. I'm off up the distillery. Uh, on my own. It's only meant as a compliment, Gaffer. I'm trying to raise your spirits. And uh, Noel Baxter's there saying, we'll look after you, Racy. Patronising him like he's an old man in a yeah. fucking nursing home or something. Little cunt. Uh, right, so next uh, panel, it says the mocking chants of the Blackton supporters began to subside as the experienced Melchester professionals began to rally around their captain. And sure enough, they've, they've got their... Uh... <laughs> What's this? Um, Noel says, take it steady, Roy. Jimmy's on your right, support on the left too. Uh, who's that on the left? Is that Paco Diaz? Well, I think you it think is. It is. Read what he's saying. <laughs> I am with you, boss. <laughs> with you. With is spelt W-E-E-T-H. This is their uh, Spanish international, at least I think he's yeah. Spanish, Paco Diaz, with the long sideburns, unkempt yeah. hair and wispy moustache. I am with you, boss. Arriba, arriba. Andale, andale. Oh, fucking hell. All right, there you go, son. Just fucking dribble it around a bit or whatever you do. Yeah, give us a bit of a rest, will you? So he does, he plays it through. Um, it's a lovely ball, he threads it through three defenders, really, into space where Diaz is running onto it. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, for someone who's been playing like dog shit for the rest of the match. Um, one of the crowd shouts, Watch it, Blackton, he's doing something right at last! <laughs> fucking hell. Cheeky fucking bastard. Yeah. Uh, another one shouts, Great ball! Paco Diaz is clear! And he is. Diaz runs on and takes it on his right foot into the box from the left-hand side and just curls it over and around the keeper. And, of course, because he's Spanish, what does he shout as he puts it in the net? Ole! Ole! See what he's done there? That's a curler. That's what the Spaniards can do. It's a new technique. <laughs> you kick the ball and it curves in the air. Spanish that. Different level. Different fucking level. They don't teach Different that in schools here. Different fucking yeah. level. Mind you, you should see Paco on a fucking cold November night when we're playing fucking Wolford. He fucking goes missing like a cunt. Not interested. Not fucking. He turns up in his fucking gloves and leg warmers. Gloves on, vest, the lot. <laughs> He'd wear a fucking woolly hat if I let the cunt. But here, in Scotland... I mean, do you remember that um, Argentinian striker that used to pull a mask out? Just for Fulham? Oh, yeah. He'd pull a mask out of yeah. his sock and put it on when he scored. Yeah. I imagine D- Diaz pulled some castanets out, maybe. Yeah. 
and do a little da- celebration uh, dance. A straw donkey that he sort of does, <laughs> yeah. that he does a goalie kick with, a drop kick into the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> and it's full of sweets. Yeah, piñata. Yeah. Fucking boots a piñata into the crowd every time he scores. Uh, ole! Um, crowd again. 2-1, easy as shelling peas. Yeah, again, who's this Lampard cunt? Ain't fucking shelling peas. I sell peas what? all the time for mother. When mother's preparing a Sunday roast, at my job, we all have jobs, and mine is always shelling peas. I volunteer for it because it's so easy, you see. My little brother has to do something much more difficult, like peel the artichokes. <laughs> we used to have a rotor for the jobs, but we all realised that we all had specialities, so we stick with the same ones each week now. And I'm known as the family pea sheller. <laughs> so there's very little you can tell me about pea shelling, and I can tell you that goal he just scored was very reminiscent of it. Anyway, why is it taking- two one? What, Sam, why is it taking us thirty two weeks to realise that the crowd are all Lampards? All fucking Frank Lampard. Fuck's sake, man. Blatant. Uh, so yeah, two one, easy as shelling peas, and another one shouts. And we said that Melchester are a one man outfit. <laughs> well, they're not. They fucking proved you wrong there, you cunt. Yeah. Um. I mean, I've just said they're a one man outfit about fifteen minutes ago, but it's proved me wrong as well. Yeah. Uh, and then we get into the final panel of this episode, and we see a man, a black haired man, glaring and grimacing from high up in the stand. And it says, but one spectator was not impressed by Rover's rescue act. Elton Blake, star of a television series which was being made about Melchester. Um, fucking hell. And Blake is, Blake's got his fist clenched as he's thinking and watching Melchester celebrate the goal. And he thinks, hmm, if Race thinks he's got problems, just wait until this game is over. He might find himself in court for defamation of character. Oh, you're not going <laughs> to fucking sue Roy Race, you prick. What's he fucking said? Fucking. What did he say? I can't even remember, but the fucking actor. That, like, for a start, the actor is obviously not that much in demand. He's got this, he's been reduced to this role. I mean,. You know, you can't see Cumberbatch fucking taking on a whole nah. sort of, you know, constructed reality show in which he plays yeah. fucking Harry Kane in a dramatisation of Tottenham Hotspur, right? So this yeah. guy, I don't know who he thinks he is. For, to my mind, he's probably had a bit of a result. He's had a, he, he, you know, he's landed a decent job and he should just keep them. But he's already, because of his fucking enormous thespian ego, right? Yeah. He's fucking planning on suing the country's most famous footballer over something that he said on the training pitch. A fucking idiot. <laughs> Who he's, he's actually portraying at the moment as well. Yeah. How is that going to make the project run smoothly? I know. For fuck's sake. It's unbelievable, isn't it? At the end of when I was reading swim. this with my son, Len, I think, I can't remember if it was the end of this chapter, but it may well have been. And I read it all straight to him and he just sits quietly spellbound by it, right? He was really into it. Mm. And at the end, you know, I do what you and I do. I make him score that chapter out of 10. And at the end of a chapter, it may well have been this one. He paused for a while and he Mm. went, Dad. And I went, yeah. And he went, I hate Elton Blake. (laughs) (laughs) Brilliant job done. And I went, you know what? I do too, mate. He's an idiot. (laughs) Fucking David Skew, job done. Yeah, really emotive. Nice storytelling. One. So um, 
I mean, he looks like he belongs in like a Hammer horror film or something, doesn't he? Yeah. As a butler, With something his, like that. With his shock of black hair, dark and then his eyes. And chin. Yeah. Cunt. So uh, we'll find out. And at the end, you know, they always give you a little primer of what's going to come in the next next week. <clears throat> they haven't bothered this week. They've just they put, don't know what's coming what next ha- week. See what happens in next week's intriguing episode. Keep t- it vague. T- t- dickheads. Keep it vague. I don't, we're we're yeah. behind with the deadline. We've no idea. Just yeah, keep it vague. Mark- Say it's going to be intriguing. Do you want to mark that one out of ten? I'm going to give that one an eight. I'm, I'm giving it an eight as well, yeah. yeah. The, 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 it's all right. It, you know, it, it motors along, but yeah. not much happens. My favourite bit was um, probably Paco Diaz's curling shot and, yeah. and Ole celebration. Yeah, I think we've made the most of it by talking about other stuff throughout yeah. it, really. Yeah. Um, we get a 10, I think. 10 for us. We should start doing that. We should start rating our own episodes out of 10. Every single one we do. Yeah. <laughs> and also doing a little in next week's episode, like a teaser. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even though we don't know what's coming. Yeah. Uh, so yeah it for that and the next one is coming up and we're not going to give you any spoilers but all I'll say is at the top it says Super Celebration Issue and here's a clue and you can get in touch with us on Twitter you're going to do a riddle are you yeah, well not quite a riddle because I can't think of a rhyme but it's a very special souvenir issue mm-hmm. um, I'll give you another you know I'll tell you that Roy is on the cover with mm-hmm. his family and the date of the issue is the 1st of August, 1981. If you want to mm-hmm. get in touch and guess as to what's so special about this cover. Well, I wouldn't ask them to get in touch because Libby Kunz has got this book and they'll just turn to it and tell us. I just, to be honest, mate, sometimes I just say get in touch. But yeah, know, in but a way, they, it's they a trick. Know. Yeah, but it's a trick yeah. because it's funny to me that they will send emails and tweets and we will just ignore them. Right. That's a okay. That's funny, isn't it? Yeah. Do you sometimes print them out and burn them? Yeah. And I film myself doing it. Kids, come outside. It's time for the burning of the correspondence. And the kids gather around and film me on their phones. And I just stuff all these printouts into a big bin and set fire to them. Dad's putting on his burning body stocking again. Dad's got his his flame-resistant gloves on and his goggles. He's going to burn some correspondence from his podcast audience again. First of all, we burn the correspondence. Then we burn all these letters from the nasty man at the Inland Revenue. Right? (laughs) And then lastly, we get these tyres and we burn them. Get rid of them. Return the toxins to Mother Earth, because that's what nourishes her. (laughs) Kids, remember like I told you, that's what Mother Earth likes, is black fumes. We're feeding her. It's like Mother Earth likes to smoke. <laughs> so what we're doing is we're giving her some fags yeah. made out of tyres. And she's a fine. And she's a forty-a-day lass. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Don't believe all that from- shit. Your fucking lefty teachers are telling you up that school. <laughs> it's a load of fucking bollocks. <laughs> the toxins will go go to Australia anyway, because once they're in the wind, they're away from us. So don't worry about we it. We don't like the Aussies, do we, kids? Well, like, like, no, like no, I told you, no. we're never going to Australia anyway, so it don't matter. <laughs> down with Australia. Down with Australia. That's right, kids. Down with Australia. And why are we not going? Because it's too fucking far away. It's too expensive. <laughs> and it's too fucking full of our, our tyre toxins. <laughs> <laughs> So, there we are. 
another successful episode, I think. Yeah, I give us and a 10 we, for this. We've already given us a 10. Yeah. So it almost deserves an 11, because I think we went better. Okay, yeah, we did we up it, it at the end there with the tyre burning. So 11 out of 10 yeah. once again for Sam and Andy. Well done, us. Well done, us. Yeah. We'll be back with more of this uh, soon, probably. Yeah. Uh, Until then, keep it cunty. Take to your friend, dickheads. Either. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.